1: Now, over to your host, Anne Marie Cross.
0: And welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is episode 175, brought to you by Podcasting with Purpose, helping you to stand out, be heard, and become an influential voice in your industry with a podcast. And I'm your host, Anne Marie Cross, the Podcasting Queen. Now, my guest today says talent costs nothing but integrity. Character and masterful skill costs everything. Now, joining me on today's show is Andre Benjamin. Now, CEO of Destiny is a platform for leaders to rediscover their God-given destinies, as well as how to learn, how to optimize and give God a return on his investment in their lives. Now, on today's show, Andre is going to share increasing and a sustaining intensity in the love relationship that they have with the lord very important he's also going to share some tactics to pursue the kingdom of god and receive it all has god has for you and for you and uh, also clarity on their morale ob- or moral obligation to carry out your god-given assignment your purpose and your destiny and so much more welcome to the show andre
1: thank you for having me
0: this is such a, a great topic. And I was reading ahead of myself and, and really quite excited because so many of us talk about as, as Christian business owners, you know, what do I need to do to build a kingdom business? And you know, and, and even the conversation we were having today with the previous guest and some something that someone had commented on my Instagram was all about how do you get masterful at something? How do you build your skills and abilities in such a way that other people start talking about you and and labeling you in a good way uh, in that thing that you are doing because of the fact that you've become so masterful. So when you said, you know, character and masterful skill costs everything, I thought, oh, I'm going to love to dive deeper into uh, what your thoughts and insights around that. But before we do, let's talk about how you transitioned into now being the ceo of destiny which as we said it's a platform for leaders to rediscover their god-given destinies was it something that you felt called to do or were there circumstances that kind of guided you to decide you know what this is where god's placed me and this is what i'm going to focus on how did that transition for you
1: absolutely well the thing that's interesting is i had a dream i i dream a lot and i think the father speaks to me through dreams because it probably is the best way to get my attention because I think I, I'm i too distracted. You know, I'm moving and I think we can get carrying on in life. And I know there's a verse in the book of Job that talks about he seals instruction in our hearts as we turn upon our beds. Mm-hmm. So I think that he gives me instructions because my mind is so um, encumbered with, you know, different things that are going on, being a husband, being a parent of three small children, um, you know, all these things, working in ministry, just loving people that mm. these things happen that you can be so encumbered with things. So I had a dream and it was about 2006. I think it was the day before my birthday. I, I record this on my website where it, he, I had this dream that was as clear as day where God said, by the domain, CEO of destiny.com. And I said, why? I didn't understand why. And then when I woke up, he started to unpack. And he said, look at Matthew 25. And he mm. talked about the parable of the talents. And he started to say, you know, this is, a very serious thing. People need to see me as that you are the CEO of your own destiny, that Mm -hmm. you take the responsibility of being the chief executive officer. He said, begin to study that. I want you to unravel that. I'll teach you it as you study it. And he was going to teach me through some of the most unlikely places, because at this time I'm not a voracious reader, but Mm -hmm. I I am now. But in that process, he started to tell me, I want you to study CEOs. I want you to study the way that they think. Mm -hmm. And he said, I want people to understand that I am, their heavenly father, and I sit on this board of directors and 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 my son, we we want to see you empowered through the spirit, giving back mm-hmm. a return on the investment mm-hmm. that I've made in you. You know, that you know I'm your greatest investor. So it was it was through that type of thinking that he began to teach me and begin to walk me through this process of what it means to be a steward of your time, be a steward of your talent, be a steward of your treasury, treasury, be a steward mm-hmm. of your ideas be a steward of your words that we're really these uh almost would, as one author Miles Monroe uh, who's in heaven out spoke on he says uh we're 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 basically royal managers mm-hmm. and we're, we're we're royal managers that we've been given this high dignified honor of being like vice regents that he gave us this amazing planet to be able to steward over mm-hmm. and to uh bring the bounty forth the beauty that's that's locked in that's hidden beneath the surface there's so much bounty Aware um, that's that we're unaware of that's here for us to discover and I believe if we partner with him That's mm-hmm. the journey he takes us on so I, in short It was that dream that really did rock me in the core. Mm-hmm. and I didn't go and I, I did go and register the domain But I didn't know what to do with it because he was still going to teach me it. Yes. So it was in it was in time later that I went and I said all right I've been building out different aspects of it and said all right now how, how do I want to do that? Okay, mm. there's books that he's told me to publish. I put out specific books that taught on different things. I put out uh, different podcasts. I put out different curriculums that help. And I've seen some results that was only because of the Father's grace, not because I'm anything like unique mm. or special. I know that I'm unique because God made us all unique. But meaning in the sense of I know that it's only him that he has the best ideas because he is the originator of everything. So it it just makes it cool. It's it's just like an adventure of obedience.
0: It certainly is. And I think that's where some of us may get stuck in that he says something to us and we have no apprehension or understanding of it. So we doubt it, don't we? Or we take too long. And yet what you did was you went out, you took action. And of course, God then has revealed that uh, over time. But it was in the taking action that through trust and faith that uh, he had the best uh for you and of course he has let's talk about increasing and sustaining intensity in the love relationship that we have with the lord this is so important when it comes to what you said partnering with the lord so that he can really continue to bless us and the work that we're doing yes
1: absolutely uh for me this is something that i'm still learning as well this is not like a master teaching some students this is a person who's in process like all of us we're Mm -hmm. in process But for me, what I found is that the most important investment that I can make, that any human can make, is in their personal relationship with the Lord. That we truly have this privilege and this honor that I look at the the planet, the amazing planet, and righteousness is rare upon the earth. You know, the ability for people to hear God and he speaks to them and they speak to him and he hears them. Or she hears them, that's rare to people. So many people are spending so much, so much of their time, talent, so much of their resources on trying to get a hold on some, you know, religious experience and trying to get a hold of a higher entity that can help shape things, whether they believe they're a capricious deity or whether they believe that, you know, they have to appease something. Mm-hmm. People are doing so much and it's so exhausting through human efforts and human religion to get a hold of God. So this privilege and this honor that we have to come before him. It's something to be treasured and to mm-hmm. sustain that, that has to be the the mindset is that, oh my, oh, my goodness, when I get up, thank you for another 24 hours to know you and to make you known. Mm-hmm. Thank you for an opportunity to read your word. Thank you for I think I heard uh, a, 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 a um, man of God say this thing and it sh- shook me when I was younger that he said that the beginning of um, backsliding is when you are ungrateful. And I said, oh my goodness, this makes sense. He said, whenever I start to think, oh, you know, I'm having a rough time with my wife and I'm ungrateful for her, or I'm ungrateful I'm coveting someone else's kids because their kids might be well behaving and my kids are having challenges currently. He's like, man, I wish my kids were like that. He said that that's the doorway for you to start to turn your back and for the flames to start to be dampered. So I think a mindset of that we're constantly trying to walk with Thanksgiving, where we're Entering into his gates with Thanksgiving and his courts with praise. I Hmm. teach young people that that's why I got a little you know expressive (laughs) there. But that we we have this 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 constant awareness, this God consciousness. I remember when I when the Lord first drew me into a love relationship with him, I used to ride public transportation out here. And when I would ride the public transportation because I didn't have a car, didn't have a license, I would just sit in the back of the bus because I'm an introvert, you know, and I kind of would sit and kind of sit to myself and just read my Bible. But as I was there throughout the day and throughout my ride, these long commutes I had to go to college, I would I would pray in my heart for the different people entering the bus. And I would begin to thank God for just everything, for thank him for somebody having the idea for public transportation for a bus. Thank you for the building ideas that you gave us. Thank you for the rainy weather, though it's rainy and gloomy out here in Seattle, Washington, a yeah. lot, even though right now it's like 90 degrees, mm-hmm. which is so unusual. <laughs> uh, thank you for, you know, creativity. Thank you for an opportunity to, to hear your voice and that when I read your word, thank you that you're teaching it me it even when I get stuck or I can ask other people. And I knew some other people that were really passionate and on fire and really were pressing in and leaning into their relationship with the Lord. And I could say that that it was really the older uh mothers of the faith and fathers of the faith that that had that I would see when they prayed, something happened. Like they got answers. I said, Oh my I want to be around I you. I want to can I come and just listen into your prayers and, and I, I tried to copy them and I did copy them and not to say it was because I was I was sincerely trying to learn what it meant to keep and sustain a relationship. I had a mentor um, whose name is Curtis, Brother Curtis, who's still in my life. Him and his wife were now. He wasn't married at the time, but I remember he was um, unmarried at the time. Very handsome, very in shape. Was making a lot of money. Was rising up in the ranks and the jobs he worked and had a his own um, personal uh whatever those personal trainers are. Mm. And I would ask him about because he was like walking in purity and different things. And I said. Mm. How is it you're doing this? And he said, "Why do you think I'm always active? I'm and I'm and I'm, you know, leading prayer meetings and doing these things." As he said, "It's because I'm keeping my mind focused on what I need to keep my mind focused on, which is my relationship with God." Yes. He knew that God had done something for him; He radically saved him, mm-hmm. and that was a turning point. So, to sum up the answer, it's it's that investment in um, the one, one of my uh, personal mentors and my senior pastor right now, and. In my life, he told he was mentoring a core group of four of us, and we had we had opportunities to do QA with him. And so a lot of times, and he would just talk to us about life, talk to us about marriage, talk to us Mm. about being what it's like to be a husband, how to be a father, you know, how to save and invest or things of this nature, just um how to deal with your emotional stuff that you're dealing with. Mm. That all the the every unpacking this complex being that God has made us to be. And one of the one of the times we asked him, we said, why do people fall off? Like, why do we see people who are this mighty woman who was very walking close to the Lord and then, you know, something bad happens and she might get discouraged and then she ran away with someone or just does something? we know all the pain that mm-hmm. comes through human life. So you watch those things and we said, why is it that men and women fall off? And he said, wow, well, this is what's happened to me. He said, in my own life, I've seen this. People who I've looked up to that were mentored mm-hmm. and that did stumble in those areas, and when they came to visit me years later on, they looked at me and they said, his name is Dan. They said, Dan, the amazing thing that I love, that I miss that you have right now is you tr- you cherish your relationship with God. Don't ever lose that. So he said the two areas that every human being, no matter who you are, no matter if you have a, mul- a multi-trillion dollar business with mm-hmm. you know 17,000 employees, or you have uh, a small uh, family that you're taking care of. That he said the two areas that all of us are attacked in and that we've got to guard is our personal prayer time with the Lord mm-hmm. and our personal study of Scripture with the Lord. Not praying because we're trying to get an answer for other people, but praying because we love our Father and we want to know Him for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And we love the fellowship, we love the the common union with Him. We love the I think that old school word koinonia, like mm-hmm. this common union fellowship yes. that that or and that we the, the the study of the word that you're studying the word because you want to know his heart not mm-hmm. because you're trying to get a blessing out of it yeah. or not and even though you will be blessed you know it's but it's a secondary consequence it's not that I'm intently going in this and, and I I don't say there's anything wrong with because even my children are motivated by rewards and I get that yeah. so I'm not trying to have this kind of like monastic monk lifestyle no I'm saying that when you look at, though that you say I really do want to know why is this in here and why does he think this way and mm. you know what does he have in store for us is what was his original intent and i think that has been a question that has guided me in a lot of what that means to uh sustain or to push in and to lean through the hard times and mm. all of us can get tempted but when we say uh our, our yes to the lord is more important than our no to the to the devil and the evil one mm. our yes so to great. him is more important because that when we're saying no to, to uh, when it says submit yourself under the mighty hand of God or submit yourself, um, resist the devil and he will flee. And I've heard so many people skip the first part and they'll say, resist the devil and he will flee. You know, it's great. But the submission part of that, you know, Isaiah 119, if, if you would be willing and obedient or if you would consent and obey, you will eat the good of the land. Mm-hmm. And there's this amazing bounty and, and beauty that awaits us if we choose mm-hmm. to go full head on and to like go after his heart i want to know you i, I want to know your ways moses said teach me your ways and there's a scripture i think in psalms that says the children of israel knew his acts but moses knew his ways mm-hmm. so this distinction of i know why you think that i'm not just you know you great you made the tree but why did you make the tree or as George Washington Carver, an American inventor he, who went down in history, that he took the, he he had a conversation with the Lord and was a part of uh, building Tuskegee, which was a, a, a all black university that still stands to this day. Mm-hmm. And this is post slavery. He, Booker T. Washington recruited him in and had them, they built this college and university up from the ground up. Now, a little bit about Carver as a story is that George Washington Carver, was so brilliant that thomas edison offered him a salary of a hundred thousand dollars now you got to think a hundred thousand dollars back then was billions right Mm. so he's offering him this and he turned it down to go work at this basically startup and to help educate students in agriculture and science and his revolutionary breakthroughs that god gave him through the and he was born a slave and got Mm. freed and all this so he was born enslaved and got freed so he goes and he um has his mind submitted to god and god gives him over 300 uh uses of the peanut from the plastics that we use and rubber and different things that and so when they had lost the cash crop in the south of um cotton he helped to bring a cash crop to the south that helped save the economy so i'm bringing that as an example of saying that there's all of us have this uniqueness and these talents and these abilities but i think it all begins with a question and when we ask the lord questions that are from the heart when we do as david said i I think that's the two differences between if you talk about king david who's still known by even um secular jewish people as being the greatest jew i mean the greatest king that ruled israel and then you look at king saul and saul was known as um the hard-hearted guy it says that david inquired of the lord at least seven times. So I think that there's a beauty of inquiry mm-hmm. that we can all receive from. And I hope that's not a long-winded answer, but I wanted to give some depth. Yeah, no,
0: that's great. And I think that really speaks beautifully into uh, one of the things that you wanted to share more around, you know, tactics to pursue the kingdom of God so that we can receive that all God has for us. And I think two of the things that you've uh, so beautifully expressed is that we need to su- really submit in prayer and want to do so because we want to, you know, hear from him as well as read the, the word. And I love uh, the verses, you know, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. You know, sometimes, yes, we may start to read the Bible thinking, you know what, I, I'm going to start doing this. But as we read more and more, we want to consume more and more because, as you said, we're getting to know him more and more. And I think that, um, you know, uh, as we start to do that and, and really do put aside time, that is when we can really feel our relationship starting to um, become far stronger. So, talk about what are some of the things you may not have already have mentioned. Some tactics that you've really experienced and that you've seen others experience that have made such a big difference in their business.
1: Repeat the question, please.
0: So, the tactics to pursue the kingdom of God. What are oh. what are the ones? Yeah, that um, you may not have already spoken about, but wanted oh. to share today. Yes,
1: yeah. uh, I would say. That number one, when you understand, when you see God as an investor, it changes everything. Mm. If you start to see God as your greatest investor, when we say, "Father, you are, you are the one who has taken the most capital and put it into me. You gave me the ability to uh, a mine. Even I, I, you know, I, I, I followed and studied people who." Uh, weren't born with all their limbs. Or mm-hmm. you look at the people, even even Helen, Helen Keller is known throughout the globe as the amazing things that she was able to accomplish when she changed her mindset. Mm-hmm. So I think this belief and this reliance of saying, Father, you put so much in me for a reason. Mm-hmm. Then if you go to the original intent, another tactic is going to the original intent of why God created humanity in the first place. Mm-hmm. It says that in Genesis 1, that, and then God said, let us, let Elohim make man humanity, the species, both male and female, and it's powerful that let, let, let Elohim make humanity both male and female in his image and in his likeness and let them, both male and female, mm-hmm. not singular male or not singular female, both these two sexes, let them have domination. Let them have kingdom. This is mm-hmm. found in Genesis 1. This is also seen in Genesis 2 when he starts in communication with them, that he says, let them have government over the earth. Let them basically effectively take heaven's culture as our Mm -hmm. home country, our home nation, the headquarters which our father dwells in. Psalms 115 verse 16 says, the heavens, even the highest heavens belong to the Lord, Mm -hmm. which and that word Lord, Adonai means owner. Uh, The the heavens, even the highest heavens belong to the Lord, but the earth he has given to the sons of humans, Mm -hmm. humanity, the species again. So he's given this partnership that he wants us to say hey let's take heaven's culture and let's make earth a colony of of heaven let's let's bring a display of that in everything okay then if you happen to be a seamstress well how do i take my seamstress ability and how do i design garments that how do i become basically this enterprising entrepreneur like lydia in scriptures Mm. in the book of acts who is uh, literally a fashion you know mogul tycoon whatever the word you want to use yeah. that she has such um uh expansive resources that she's able to house the apostolic company that comes there of uh, uh, Paul and the the ones that came and, and and she is taking care of people she is uh, is bringing them there and they're holding their prayer meetings and they're they're connecting to God and they help restructure the economic system mm. uh in the book of acts and when you see them visiting so I think it's studying his original intent and seeing that he loves us so much and he desires that you know jesus when he was talking to his disciples in the parable of the of the minas or the talents whichever you want to go you, mm-hmm. you want to go to luke 19 or you want to go to matthew 25 he talks about that uh, a, a, a person goes away this king goes away and he gives resources and he says to the to the people he says uh take take t- to his servants take these and and do business with them. Mm. Occupy until I come back. And I think many of us have been preoccupied with his coming back, but not occupying until he's coming <laughs> back. Not doing business, <laughs> not doing commerce, not mm. not you know hiding out somewhere. I'm just praying, waiting for Jesus to come because he said he's going to come. I think the praying was an action. Mm. Uh, I like the way I think it was Frederick Douglass said that he, when he was in slavery, he said, I prayed for years and years and nothing happened. So I started praying with my feet <laughs> and, and up and lo and behold, he was out of slavery. Oh, wow. you know? So I think this concept that sometimes we mystify mm-hmm. what it means to serve the father and to, that he doesn't want us engaged in business, even business being a dirty word to many people. Yeah. Um, I know, you know, you people can find flaws of individuals in any system mm. that have misused things, but people are very anti-capitalism and they're very anti, you know, being in something for a profit and profit is seen as something evil. And, you know, uh, you know, constantly hearing verses when people misquote a verse and say, for the love of money is the root of all evil. Mm. It's not what it says. It actually says, for the love of money is a root of mm. all types of people. Mm. So it's, there's a, when, whenever we use people to get money and we make money our master, then we definitely have a problem. But whenever we use money to serve people, we make money, we become the master over money and we allow money to serve the purposes and the plans of God to be able to bless and to empower people, to be able to open up opportunities for people, to be able to expose people. Mm -hmm. That could be everything from the printing of Bibles to the starting of schools. That could be hospitals. That could all these things take resources of whatever Currency, a nation you're in, whether it's gold or silver or mm-hmm. you know, nowadays, what is it, Bitcoin and you know <laughs> all these type of deals, so cryptocurrency, whatever, whatever yeah. it is you're using, God wants us to see these as as, as opportunities to bring him back glory. Mm. So I say going on this journey with him and pursuing seeking the kingdom of God means getting up every day, Matthew 633, and seeking first his kingdoms. What is your government agenda for? agriculture Mm -hmm. oh wow you want the earth to be beautified so i probably shouldn't be pouring toxic chemicals into water you know i shouldn't be if i see that this radiation is causing for the animals to get deformed i probably should rein that back in and say let's get a different formula let's get rid of that right so So i just i think there's these 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 areas that we've left over to people that don't know the father so they become very zealous and And um, passionate about things and they might go about them in the wrong way but Mm -hmm. this this almost like mission impossible should you accept that he puts us on this adventure and says i really have authorized all of my daughters and sons to change the world and beautify it Mm -hmm. but do they want to take the assignment
0: yeah Amazing, everything that you've said. And I think, you know, as uh, business owners who are contributing to the economy and we're hiring people, so we're giving people jobs and we've got money then to be able to invest in various projects. And I think if we can influence that way and do business in a way that is holistic and, and looking after others, looking after the environment and thinking, are we leaving a legacy of leaving the the country or or the world, if you will, in a better state than it was when we came to it, then that is all part, I think, of, um, you know, being a kingdom business owner who really puts him first and foremost and does business uh you know keeping his his will and his way in mind you've already touched upon everything that you've said around this last I piece. Wanted, i wanted to
1: interject on something yeah yeah say. sure go for when it when i was doing a little research on you was powerful to me is that you took the medium of podcasting and you allowed it to be a place to transmit the things that you thought were valuable yeah you know i'm not hearing enough of this so many of us can you know, commiserate and talk about, oh, how come we don't have this? And how come we well you went out and said, I'm not gonna wait around, I'm gonna do this. I'm going to expose and I so I want to commend you on that because to me, that's to me what it means to seek the kingdom. It's not just looking at a problem and always pointing out the problem and worshiping the problem and Mm. coming around the problem and looking at the problem but saying, No, okay, well, if this is a problem that keeps coming to my attention, I must be the one who's carrying a solution for that. And Mm. I can create, I can put my, you know, jigsaw puzzle piece into this great mural that God is building Mm. and other people can, you know, benefit as a result of it. So I I wanted Mm. to commend you on actually throughout the years because you've been in this for a while Mm. and that is very commendable for somebody to stick through with it because faithfulness is a rare thing in this
0: day and age yeah thank you i I appreciate that and i think uh it just shows so many of us do look at issues and problems and it seems so big however i think and this really speaks beautifully into the next piece and i'd love you to share more around this you know once we have a clear understanding of our gifts our strengths because we've turned to him and we've asked him to, to reveal that to us And then we start to take action, even the smallest piece. We don't know how God's going to use that. Um, But for me, you know, that's why I created this platform to have other people who are sharing great things, they connect with others, and then they build relationships and said, hey, we can do business together, knowing that people are not alone. But let's talk about our moral obligation to carry out our God-given assignment, purpose, and destiny. Because as we continue to, to to take action, this is really speaking to what you talk about. Integrity, character, and masterful skill cost everything. So let's wrap it up by sharing more around this.
1: Oh, so this is by far the thing that makes me probably jump out of my skin because <laughs> it excites me and I feel... That there, we, we have so much opportunity to paint a picture of clarity for people. Acts thirteen thirty six is one of my favorite verses in the Bible. Somewhat obscure, mm-hmm. but very meaningful. It says, "Now David, after he had served the purpose of God in his own generation, fell asleep and his body underwent decay." I think that verse mm-hmm. holds so much in there because number one, it says, "Now David," insert your own name, you know, yeah. <laughs> after he had served the purpose of God. So there is a purpose of God that we're supposed to serve. Mm-hmm. And then it said in his own generation, wow, what, what, this is powerful. So God, mm-hmm. there's a reason why you weren't born and I wasn't born in the 16th century. Thank God. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> or in biblical times, my goodness.
1: Oh, exactly. <laughs> and we're trying to figure everything out. I mean, so you are literally born at the best time to be alive. Mm-hmm. I think every generation should say that. Yeah. I think every generation should say, this is the greatest time to be alive. Throughout all the hardship, God chose you for that time to bring a package to deliver, to contribute. You are the answer to someone's problem. You are the answer to someone's prayer. People mm-hmm. prayed and called you forth at this time. And heaven said, now in the fullness of time, now God in the fullness of time, sent forth the son born under in in a virgin born through a virgin Mm -hmm. under the law that there was a fullness of time so every single one of us has a purpose that we are here for a reason why that god has designed us this is your this is his original intent for you Mm -hmm. this is what it is that you're carrying and then it's in a specific generation there's a time frame that we can't you know uh there's a i think it's in uh a proverb that solomon wrote where he talks about or ecclesiastes even he talks about it's foolish to basically say oh i wish i was in yesterday mm-hmm. you have now today is what we have so today is the day for salvation you know now yeah. is the time this this almost this carpe diem this seize the day moment mm-hmm. that we have to get up and to say thank you for another 24 hours now how can me how can i move forward to fulfilling the purpose that i have and mm-hmm. then in my own generation and then how can i serve people with it how do we serve we take our gifts and this dominion that god gave us over if you look at the areas that he gave us dominion over it's the fish the cattle the birds the sea the resources of the planet nowhere Mm. in that dominion mandate do you see anything about people he never told Mm. us to rule over people very interesting so if we're not to rule over people then how on earth and how in heaven's name can we exercise domination how can we well the powerful thing that I've learned throughout the years, through powerful kingdom teaching, is that he gave us an area of gifting. He gave us an arena Mm. of dominance that he gave us that we specialize, that we bring forth. Your voice is coming forth and you created this amazing platform that gives voice to so many others. And you've done other platforms as well. You, You are a platform builder. And therefore, God blesses you because you choose to empower others. You choose to, if the greatest amongst you wants to be great, what a great question. Jesus even tells them the way to be great because he knows in humans, there's a desire to not stay mediocre. There's a Mm. desire to become great. So he says, if any of you wants to be great, that's not a bad thing. He doesn't say, well, if you want to be great, don't be great. (laughs) You know, (laughs) he says, serve that you must Mm. become the least of them. Mm. You must serve. All, so how do we serve what it is that you're put on this planet to do? If you're a writer, write. If you're a singer, sing. Mm-hmm. Sing songs that bring life to people. If I don't care what nation you're in. I know you're in Australia. You guys have a lot of amazing praise and worship that comes out of there. But you look at just globally, the music and the culture is really a ho-hum doldrum mm-hmm death culture. It's just, it's not happy. It's melancholy. It's mm. heavy. And so when people can bring life and they don't have to bring these exploitive, you know, heartbreak songs, but if you can bring songs about healthy relationships, I mean, that would be an amazing thing. If you have these <laughs> amazing songs of these relationships that are going well, and yeah. the things I've learned, or even if I was jaded from a bad relationship, it doesn't make me vindictive for the next one that I'm mm. going to, that there's these, or if there's movies, how can the film paint beauty mm. for everyone to see what, not only what is, but what ought to be. I think that's what righteousness does. Righteousness doesn't just say what is, because, you know, so many people, They're the whether it's the playwright or the movie maker or even the video game designer, they say, we're making stuff about what's going on right now. That's why we make a game about stealing cars and running mm-hmm. away from the police is because that's what people are doing. And you're saying, well, you know, that's true. That's the ugly things. But what, how, how ought a society act? Yes. How should we treat one another? Should't we paint the picture so that that image creates desire? Shouldn't we put good images in people's hearts that create good desires mm-hmm, for them? That mm-hmm. might be a novel concept. And I think we'll see a tremendous uh, you, there's if, if I can relate one of the common or one of the current events of the day is there was a film that came out by Marvel Comics called The Black Panther and mm-hmm. Marvel has a ton of movies that seem to do really well. But Black Panther did exceptionally well. It was their uh, single highest-grossing global um, single superhero film out of all the films they've made, and I was wondering why. I said, "Well, it could be because you know they, you know, uh, rarity determines value, economic principle, and people haven't seen people that look like that in these roles. Yes, that could be a playing factor. People maybe have not seen women in tech or 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 uh, STEM fields mm-hmm. that are leading in, in science and industry, and then." that's true but one of the things that i think god spoke to me was he said when you look at and i don't know if you've seen the film but there's a place called wakanda they go to wakanda and in the place of wakanda there's this crazy hidden oasis and people are relating to technology in a non-dystopian way Mm. it's not this you know, future that we've seen cast by so many people of robots ruling everything and everybody's stuck to a screen and people aren't interacting with each other. But no, kids are playing out in the street and people are playing with each other. And they're basically leading the technology, not the technology leading them. Yeah. So I think this healthy relationship that you paint a picture of what can be, mm-hmm. not just what is currently, what ought to be, what mm-hmm. what what should we aspire to, that there's this aspirational desire for mm. righteousness it says that those that hunger and thirst for righteousness shall be filled so if we're the salt of the earth our job is to make people thirsty yeah. we've got to make people thirst so that they can be filled with righteousness yeah that's so, that so true is
0: amazing so. amazing so many incredible insights my head is spinning because what you've shared it are things that I was thinking about this morning and you know aspects of some of the bible readings that I have had but it's so true so often we look and and my whole premise who I am actually and this is why I started podcasting many years ago and what I tend to do I cannot stand around and allow negativity to either um you know put someone else down or groups of people down we have to speak hope and possibility in into that and I think particularly as Christians we know that Jesus is the only hope he is the living water And, you know, sometimes it can be difficult to know how can we share or interject into that conversation when people aren't even open open to having the conversation. But the tools and technologies that we have now, such as this platform, even if you think of, you know, like musicians, they can start and and put their own YouTube channel up and get their content out there. They don't need hundreds of thousands of dollars to do that. You've got it sitting there in your hand, you know, this thing here, this device. This can be your platform. And I think when we can encourage someone to, you know, to get out and share that message, there will be others who are waiting, as you said, for the courage and boldness of that person to share that message and say, you know what, I needed to hear that. And that imparts on them and so on. And I think as, as Christian business owners, um, as you've just said so perfectly and everything that you've shared, not only, um, you know do we step up but we've got a god who's destined us he is there to support us and he'll pave the way and he will do that if we first seek his kingdom first and you know sometimes it is because he needs to build in us the strength and the character that we need because once we start moving we've got an enemy i bet you know many of us can relate then as soon as we start stepping forward stuff happens but that's where we need to lean and press into him um you know because tomorrow is is another day my goodness we could in keep the, talking for, for hours
1: in the uh i want to interject this in the yeah. year 2000 i was talking to the father about the internet and because i didn't understand it i you know it was more for me at that point really consumption like mm. most of us we use it for consumption and he told me he said the, the reason why i've even gave humans the the idea of the internet was so that the body of Christ could be able to reach the world globally with the gospel uncensored. Mm. He said, I'm going to decentralize. I'm going to destabilize every field, mm-hmm. whether it be print media, whether it be television, whether it be radio, whether it be, I'm going to change this whole thing. It's restructuring right in front of your eye. Mm. And I didn't know what he meant at the time. Now, as we know, things are going to things unraveled and we see so many industries that if they have not utilized the platforms of the internet and e-commerce and connecting with people through, these platforms then they're left behind so mm-hmm. i think how much more for god's people to say like you said the the the, the middle man or the gatekeeper is gone the, mm-hmm. the middle man the middle woman the gatekeeper is gone what hinders you you know <laughs> what, what would the what the apostles would turn over in their graves i mean i'm sure they're looking down from heaven as it says in hebrews Twelve one one that were surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses I bet you they're they're on the rails of heaven cheering us on saying use that internet <laughs> I know
0: we had to walk <laughs> thousands of miles <laughs> you know yes. you guys just get it's so true and I mean one of the things that um often uh, and this is what was actually is what prompted uh me to start up this show is because uh, you know, if I'm, there's two things that will often fire me to action. This is what I talk, it's around your passion and what pees you off, something that really, you know, um, compels you to to stand up. And that is when I'm told you can't share. Because I'm an introvert too, and I'll, I'll often stay quiet about certain things until my buttons are pushed. And for me is that if someone tells me, and I always say, would, would say, you know, if someone comes to me and says, you cannot talk about your faith, I said, that does the day, Lord that I will get up onto the highest mountain with a megaphone and I will start to speak. This is my megaphone and I'm not only on this mountain, I am bringing others such as you to join me and together we will inspire one another and through that message, others will look and go, I don't know what they're doing, but I want what they've got and that gives us an opportunity. So this is my mountain. This is my man, and then this is my megaphone. And
1: (laughs) And that to me is what is going to inspire a generation. I always talk Mm -hmm. with my wife and I talk to our children about valuing how God made them and Mm -hmm. realizing that he wants for us because they might ask, well, how come, you know, they do this and we don't do that? And I said, because this is who we are and this is where we're going. That's, I think, the two primary functions of a father in scripture is to impart identity this is who you are and to impart destiny this is where you're going mm-hmm. so when you say as a family culture this is what our family does that you know that that might be something that they do but we get our values from the scripture and this is why we do the things that we do mm-hmm. so what you're talking about it creates a desire. when people see a healthy uh they see even with our parents right mm-hmm. you know if people look at you and they see because you are a lover of god and i could tell that you love god and as a result of that you have a relationship of honor with your parents. You love and respect your parents. You don't always agree with them. But if Mm -hmm. people ask you about your parents, you're not calling them out of their name and saying Mm -hmm. all kinds of crazy things about them. And they notice that difference. They say, why is it that? Well, I know you've had disagreement with your parent, but why are you so? Mm -hmm. Well, because I I know that they're they're a blessing to me. I know that Mm -hmm. ultimately they have my best interest at hand. Mm -hmm. So I think that peculiarity, as the Bible calls us, a peculiar people Mm -hmm. and what you're doing by giving your platform, and building it and uh sharing with others and allowing people to get out and share these stories, and then allowing people to also demystify this uh almost um uh, weird relationship that that God's people have had with commerce and believing that you know, business people, it's a secondary thing. You know, people say stuff, like, when are you gonna go into full-time ministry or when are you gonna start? like, I everybody is, yeah. is in full-time ministry. <laughs> this Don't is it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's, this that's is it. That. I, this, is it. <laughs> this is
1: what I'm. This is my station that I'm called to. This is what I'm going to give an account for. Yeah. This is my field. And mm. This is my mountain, as you so eloquently put it. Yeah, played. that's
0: <laughs> right. And one of the things that um, I've often said to my guests after um, after the the show has aired, and it's like I'm creating the friendships that I'm going to continue in heaven because I every single you know interview that I do is another uh, you know friendship that I have established on this. Uh, earth and of course can um, can develop later amazing loved everything that you've said today andre share with people today how can they get in contact with you what's the best way for them to do that
1: absolutely they can go to ceoofdestiny.com and there is resources there our desire is to really uh, equip and empower and build conversation we do live events we have resources and tools for people that's my heart is really exactly what we've been talking about is to bless. If Mm -hmm. anything, that's the most time that I spend with people is trying to give them the tools and the resources to help them walk out their God-given destiny. I don't want to see people die full. I want people Mm -hmm. to die empty. I want them to be, as Paul said, poured out like a drink offering. Mm -hmm. I want them to be like Jesus said, it is finished. I want them to be like Paul said, I've completed my course. I want them to be like even Abraham or Sarah, who peculiarly is the only female in scripture where they record the age of her death. And it's because mm-hmm. she was such a phenomenal woman mm-hmm. that she was full of years. You wanna be a person that's full of years, that you maximize however many years it was that we had. Mm-hmm. We maximize them so that we when when, we, when he comes and returns back to this earth and we return to the new earth and new heavens, it, that beauty is shown that, wow, this as you said, hey, I remember you, yeah. <laughs> you know, oh my gosh. <laughs> wow, this is, this, and those are your rewards. Awesome. What are, these are your rewards. You take five cities. you take 10 cities. What a, Mm. what an amazing day that will be. So just, that's, that's the resource. That's the place. We have a podcast, we have tools there. People Mm -hmm. can find out about the books that are written. That's, that's what we're excited about. I have, uh, I just completed my first children's book. Um, It's called Unique You, and it just talks about it, the uniqueness of individuals mm. and it's for children to really inspire them to really walk out exactly what we were talking about yeah. so yep they can go to see and hear about the ideas that are there and how to be connected
0: fantastic and of course we'll put all of the links to connect with you Andre on our show notes ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash TCE 175 one of the things I'm sure you've seen um, me do on a lot of the, the shows as we end them is just to close with a word of prayer may I do that for you today yes fantastic father god thank you for the opportunity to speak with andre today and just really be inspired and empowered um, to recognize that when we lean into you when we really uh father with with absolute authenticity uh read your word spend time in prayer to find out what you want what your desire is so that you can fulfill your destiny you can fulfill your kingdom lord through us in the businesses that we are building lord then uh, that is just so important as kingdom business owners father we just want to uphold andre and the work that he is doing it is so important for us lord to recognize our uniqueness our strengths what you knitted us together in in our mother's wombs what that is so many of us live um just half lives, if you will, when we never really reach that full potential and that destiny that you have already determined and designed for us because we allow the enemy to speak mistruths and lies that we are not good enough, that we are not worthy or some other distractions and discouragement, Lord. So we just want to pray a blessing over the work that he's done. We also want to pray a blessing um, in the name of Jesus, that uh, you know, people who are listening and watching today, if they are feeling stuck, if they're feeling less than, that uh, in the mighty name of Jesus, that we break and we bind that enemy's uh, stronghold over their lives, that they can step into knowing who they are in you. Lord, our identity is not in our reach. It's not in our platform. It is that we are children of God. We are loved so much so that, Lord, you came down on this earth And you lived amongst us for 33 years. However, you died on the cross. And because of that love, Lord, we can then, if we can show that to others, if we can really just be through our attitude, our conversation, show them compassion and kindness, um, just who you are, through and through, that that is the opening and the possibility that we can speak that truth and hope and love into their lives. So we just want to ask this again in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Andre. My goodness, Absolutely. I'm just uh, full of the Spirit at the moment, and I just thank you for uh, for your uh, contribution to the kingdom, and just yeah, certainly uh, just ask for God's ongoing favor and blessing in in all the work that you're doing too
1: the same to you. Thank you. You've been listening to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast brought to you by podcastingwithpurpose.com. Stand out, be heard, influence. Want to influence real change with your own podcast? Access our free podcast training, including no cost and low cost tools and podcast production workflow checklists, To get you started at www.podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training. That's podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training.
0: This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.